0: Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by listennotes.com. So you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau.
1: Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Revelation Warning Podcast. We are so blessed that you're joining us here today. Thank you for joining us on the Kingdom Crossroads podcast. We're so blessed you're joining us today. You know, there is no doubt we are living in the end times. We are in the pages that the Bible talked about will happen just before Jesus returns, which there is no doubt he is on the way. It is happening very soon. I wouldn't be, you know, in the cavalry, we used to have a a phrase that when you're getting ready to move out, the command was given, mount up you know, referring back to the horse and cavalry days, you know, but, uh, you know, that's still used today because we get up on the tanks, get up on the PCs, and prepare to move out. I believe that command has already been given in heaven. I mean, it's that close, and helping us to understand more of current events as they relate to Bible prophecy is our good friend Tom Donnan. Tom comes on every month or so, and he's just sharing so much insight into end times things that that we see happening on the news every single night, but He's putting all these pieces together to in relation to Bible prophecy, so we can understand. There's no problems going on in the world. These are the birth pangs Jesus talked about. Amen. The birth is about to happen, and you know a, a husband and wife who are preparing to have a baby, they don't worry about that. They're looking forward to the birth pangs because that means a birth is about to take place, and they're so excited. Yeah, it's it's going to be bad there for a little bit, but on the other side is the great joy. And that's what we need to be looking at as we look at Bible prophecy being fulfilled right before our very eyes. It's going to get bad, but it's going to get a whole lot better, too. Hey, man, help me welcome the program, our good friend Tom Donna. Tom, thank you for taking the time to join us again today. I appreciate it.
2: Mr. Bob, we always have a good, interesting conversation, and I look forward to this stuff. It's like we end one conversation, and then the next thing you know, I'm I'm seeing something, and I go, "Oh, I got to make another scheduled appointment or interview."
1: Amen. Amen. So true. So true. You know, and and we're gonna be talking today about how some uh, some people have identified that global planners are initiating their plan to actually take over. I think. The Bible calls that something like uh, the Antichrist is on his way. Something like that. I think I've heard that mentioned once or twice. But, uh, you know, and these are just amazing things that you've brought out. And and I'm just going to turn it over to you because I know. We've been discussing before the recording even began, and we should be recording those conversations because they get intense. It's great. But tell tell us what the Lord is showing you and and how it relates to what we see on the evening news.
2: Well, I'll tell you, sometimes it gets a little scary because I'll tell you what, I like my life, but seeing what's coming down the road, I'm thinking to myself, my life is going to change quite a bit. And that is already happening for people know where the circumstances are uh, affecting their lives financially and uh, morally and in other ways where uh, they're now being impacted very severely. Uh, I uh, have been uh, volunteering for the greater food depository here in my area. And we uh, just gave a giveaway at uh, the college and I I volunteered because I need exercise. I'm an old guy. I need exercise. So I volunteered. And when I was there, um, there was one particular grandparent couple that were crying because they needed the food in raising their, their grandkids. Mm-hmm. No, And so the thing is, is that uh, this is only going to increase as people are, are running out of discretionary money. They're losing their jobs. And so uh, this is the downward trend, which is then eventually I'm hoping like you and I have conversations that is going to guide people. Into a relationship with Jesus Christ and build that strong foundation that they're yeah. going to need to survive through this time. No, and so, but well, then when it gets so so clear as uh, as they say, you know, the nose on your face, it gets a little scary. Yeah. And so, I was watching this uh, um, YouTube just the other day on uh, Tim Pool podcast, and uh, uh, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene was on there, and she's talking about national divorce, right? So as I'm looking at this, you and I just talked about that the last Mm, time yeah. because the Lord had showed me about it in a dream, no, that there was this uh, divorce was coming. And so uh, she just, we don't have a clue, right? She's talking about how there is this intense bitterness and anger and hatred back and forth as they're having discussions on the floor in Congress. And I'm thinking, this is sad and this is bad. Yeah. No. Yeah. How are you supposed to have some kind of common ground when there's no common ground to have? Exactly. So yeah. that was, that was something that hit me kind of hard and that's why I had included that in there. Uh, but the one that had so much information was the, the warning about uh, global planners show us what comes next. Yeah. That yeah. was pretty intense. It you was, get was all a, these
1: really interesting interview. All right. <laughs> but video. Yeah. amen. It's,
2: so you get all these strategic pieces of information. And he just brings it up one right after another, after another. And so he talks about the peak centralization, uh, giving a diagram, and then the shifts to say, this is what's happening in, in society around the world. Yeah. And what's the big one right now? It's that the, the Dutch farmers, right? Mm. They changed the, um, the rules. They changed the rules where they can't succeed. And then That's going to bring about the forfeiture of their farms and their livelihood. And this is why they realize if they don't win this, their lives are devastated. And it's throwing that country into chaos.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, And he shows that this is a cycle and this cycle that we're getting ready. Well, we're actually, in my opinion, we're already in is social change. And I mean, that's what you hear right now. Everywhere is social change.
2: Yes, there's no doubt about that. But there's three categories to that, you know, because I'll tell you, when you see when you're out in society, you, you can feel this. You can feel that, you know, and uh, your pocketbook gets tightened. Right, But he brought it down into three points and that the, the planning is is to have shortages. The shortages are fuel, food, you no, know, and unrest, social unrest and money. You know, so the thing, the thing here is, is that that is putting the squeeze on people. They say that if you want to control the the people, control the food. If you want to control the nation, control the money. Yeah. And we're watching it unfold before our eyes.
1: Yeah. Amen. Amen. And there,
2: and nobody's doing anything
1: about it. They keep going to the government with their hand out. Give us more, do more for us. And, and the government, you know, they'll try and institute, okay, this will be a program that's going to help take care of this issue. But once they establish a government agency, it is never going to go away, ever. You've given them that power, you've given them that control, and they are not going to let it go. You know, wow. you, you've never heard them say, you know, well, you know, uh, the Internal Revenue Service, you know, they fulfilled their role in in getting us through the World War II debt. So we're just going to close that down now.
2: No. (laughs) It don't happen. (laughs) It don't happen. What do they do?
1: They raise taxes. We need more of your money.
2: (laughs) Whoa. Well, that is the thing. uh, How you and I got connected was when I had an interview with you about uh, my first book, Healing the Nation. Where in 2006 the Lord had showed me what was going to happen if the Constitution fell. And it was devastating in my life and and I have worked to try to see this not happen. but the first thing was is that we had at least lost our freedom to the elites. Now we're seeing it happen. We're watching it unfold before our eyes. Yep. Yep. and that is the scary part. if they can get this control, which I I believe the Lord is showing me that it's not going to happen and we'll get into that a little bit later. Is that, But right now, it looks like it's inevitable because they have the upper hand.
1: Yeah. Yep. Amen. Amen. And, and, you know, we mentioned, you know, the food shortages and all that. I mean, we see that happening right now. You know, it started with baby formula. It actually started in 2020. Remember all in bare shelves in 2020? And we haven't recovered from it. I mean, there's truckers protesting out in California right now because the governor out there has said these truckers have to be part of a union, even though they're independently owned. The trucks are owned by the truckers. You know, they're independent contractors with their company, and the governor saying, no, 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 you got to be part of a union in order to get, gain access to the port of Oakland and all these other things. And you know, they're protesting now. There's already a backup. <laughs> and unloading supplies and now they're forming picket lines and the, the dock workers like, you know, we, we, we're not crossing the picket line. So all these boats have all their cargoes out there and it's stacking up even worse than what it was in the pandemic. So, I mean, that's the government trying to force you to do something.
2: Well, here's an interesting side effect <clears throat> that's personal. And that is, is, that as I was shopping yesterday, uh, I actually saw a, a pair of jeans that were in my size. Now get this. I, I've i been looking on and off for like the last year, you know, because I got strange configurations and, you know, on my body. And so uh, it, I wasn't going to pass it by. I haven't seen them for like a year in this particular uh, manufacturer. Isn't, isn't that something we're so used to in times past? It was always there. Now there is shortages in different stuff here and there. And then in the grocery stores, you no, know, um, you find that there is a stuff that is going, well, short supply in noodles. What is it about noodles <laughs> that seems to be pasta, right? Pasta is always lean when I go shopping. You no, know, wow. they do what okay. we, we talked about before, fronting, where when they don't have yeah. the, the shocks fully stocked, they pull it to the front and it makes it look like it's fully stocked. No. And a lot of that is going on, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And and as families come under more and more pressure, that makes them start to do more and more drastic things. Uh, You know, pretty soon there's going to be fight. that We had it during the pandemic, people fighting over stocks and, you know, in the grocery store and things like that. And we're starting to see more and more of that right now. I mean, you know, it's here in, on our local television station uh, for news. I mean, you have people fighting in the grocery aisles. You know, why did you take three steaks? I need one for my family, you know, type thing. I mean, come on, you know.
2: Yeah. It's spilling over into other things. No, and that's what comes down to it is that social uh, society is feeling the pressures and the people, you know, the peace of God that, That we have um, helps me to be regulated because I know who's in control, right? But there are people that are are living life out of control. And so I went to a car show last night in my local area. And as I'm walking back to my car, somebody had done something uh, that upset this person behind them. And this woman leans out the the window and is screaming as loud as she can, right? Mm. Because she did what? What what, what deserved, you know, what deserved that? And right. so we're starting to see it un, unfold now. You know, the, um, how would you say it? The social experiment that they are trying about this ESG thing uh, and saving the planet through restricting certain emissions. So they decided to go organic in Sri Lanka. Well, that <laughs> didn't work out too well, did it? No. Yeah. So they restricted yeah. the, It just can't be, you know, as you hear the term, this is too stupid to be stupid, right? Is that um, they restrict the farming by using this organic method and they only produce like a quarter of the food the the following year. And now people are hungry. This is what happens when people get hungry and they can't feed themselves or their families. This is when it really starts to fall apart. And this is what's going on in Sri Lanka.
1: And you know, there's a a coming together, I guess you could say, of what we would call the enemy states, right? But they're coming together, forming their own coalition, and I think they call it BRICS or something like that, And, yeah. and they're coming together, and every one of them are the enemies of the United States, you know yeah. and And it used to be, you know we had our allies, you know, England, Germany. France. And that was like, you know, yeah, you know, as long as we're good, you know, we got Japan handling the East, you know, South Korea, but you know, Germany, England, France and the United States, we are
2: it. We ain't it anymore. No. Have you seen that? Well, that's the scary part is because when, when I look out my window, life is pretty normal, right? But when you have Uh, Saudi Arabia cancel the petrodollar as a means of of buying and selling oil, then a reserve currency is no longer on the oil. And it's about the status.
1: We talked about uh, Russia and China doing the same thing a couple of years ago. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And now that is actually coming to pass because they have just kind of, you know how this works. All right. So, They're not going to have the event day right the debut but they're going to talk about oh i think the debut is coming well that's because they already have a set in place right Mm -hmm. so what is china and russia saying they are going to have their own reserve currency based on gold because they've been buying gold for the last couple of years and they got enough of it that they can do this and so then that's another big hit for the u.s dollar now what's going to happen right What's going to happen is that uh they're going to start to settle their accounts and then we're going to have to take our dollars back when we get flooded with dollars. And then that, in, that hits our inflation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Amen. And like I said, we talked about that a couple of years ago and, and it wasn't happening at the time or if it was, it was on a very low scale and people, you know, the economy is going so good. People just ignored it. But right now inflation is impacting everyone. And yeah, and here, here we are I think if I'm not mistaken, I think that's called prophecy
2: coming true, you know? yes, <laughs> definitely, <laughs> yeah, I will tell you as on that note, the thing here is is that for me, I feel uh confident in the Lord, and I am so blessed that He shows me what's coming down the road, mm-hmm. right, and so when I see it happen, I'm not unnerved, I'm not concerned, I'm not scared. I don't like the idea of how it's going to affect people because that's hard, but if it brings them to Christ and then that's a good thing. Right. so we're seeing this unravel the, the bricks, you know, our uh, brick nations are are aligning. And so we are seeing the shift away from America and what eventually will happen is that we'll still have strength, but not as the world leader anymore. And then there'll be an injection of time where um, leadership will be restored but when that takes place, you, you can't undo like what they did in Sri Lanka. You can't undo that right away. People are going to be suffering for some time. Now, as we go continue down this road, there's going to be suffering that's going to take place. And I'm a, I'm a dad, you know, I don't want to see this happen for my kids or my grandkids or stuff. And that's where my heart is. Well, I don't want to see it happen for, for people. And that's why we know that God will provide and take care of us when we are in times of need. I had, there's no doubt in my mind that he's going to do that, but it continues to go down the road, doesn't it?
1: Oh, yeah. And, and yeah, it, it's like, how? Well, what was the saying that we used to joke around with? Uh, you know, They said, smile, it could be worse. So I smiled and it got worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure enough, it got worse. Right? I mean, even yes. New Zealand right now is going through this thing. Do you see where they're trying to ban? Cows,
0: yeah,
1: of uh, So, to do yeah. that, they're raising taxes on the cattlemen.
2: I mean, don't you think that that's a pretty easy one to see through? No, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a way of leveraging the uh food, you know, yeah. the beef exactly, and so that they can move towards this control because people are going to want to eat and then they're going to be going to the government, they get their food, and then. You know, then they're going to become compliant as far as, okay, you feed me, uh, you can make new rules and regulations. And so it continues to spiral downward. But when they do become hungry, uh, that, you know, I'm saying it's going to fall apart. And I'm hoping that we're not going to see this here at home, but we're seeing all this violence that is increasing. Just imagine what's going to happen when the, the food shortage is happening. And yeah. so I try to... Here's, oh, here's something that I just listened to before we started this uh, interview, and that is about um, gold and silver. There was a person in the United States here that made uh, a request for $50 million worth of silver and gold and for only U.S. cemented silver coins and gold coins. And uh, they bought all of the gold uh, silver coins available and then for the next month, printing, they purchased it. No, and so the the conversation is, well, why did they do that? It's because they're putting their their paper dollars, fiat money, into something that is um, uh, solid because it's God money, silver and gold is God money, and that's like a huge red flag. When they start doing that, that's a huge red flag that things are deteriorating.
1: Yeah, yeah, amen, amen. Uh, I just I just seen. Uh something on the internet yesterday that you know we talk about bitcoin cryptocurrencies and things like that <clears throat> and bitcoin had started to recover and then a couple of days ago it just took a nosedive and elon musk sold or what was it i want to say like 50 million dollars worth of or maybe 250 million dollars of Bitcoin. He sold oh, wow. like 75% of his Bitcoin holdings. And it just That's dropped huge. It just dropped every, you know, the price straight down. And yeah. all cryptocurrencies are basically tied to, to Bitcoin. So they just fell like a spike, too. You know, yeah. And, but why did he neutralize all that? Why, you know, you you, you here's the richest guy in the world affecting almost every economy in the world when he does something drastic like that. He, he liquidated 75% of his holdings, I said.
2: Yes, so that's okay. another he, huge tell.
1: Tells you, yeah, something's going on. He's moving that some money somewhere. It's not, he's not putting it in his pocket and walking around. He's moving that money somewhere.
2: You well, you, we re, uh, you had re, um, referenced 2008. Mm-hmm. You no, know? in 2008, when we had that crash, uh, a mm-hmm. lot of people lost their homes. They became underwater and they they just literally walked away. Um, And in this recent uh, season that the Lord showed me that we're in again, uh, there's going to be homes that are going to be lost because people are are financially in debt and they're not going to be able to recover because they lose their job or inflation gets them. And so now you have the elitists that have the money that are now taking it and putting it into hard assets somehow, you know, like BlackRock buying up um single family homes all over the nation, so that they can rent them out to have that yeah. income
1: Mhm yep, that's right, and that's happening right now
2: it is yeah. and, yes.
1: and I can't remember the guy's name uh Travis Spence, I think outlined the the next housing bubble uh we want to call it that uh, on a on a I've seen a video on youtube uh you know, that discusses all this in addition to everything else we already discussed. But I mean, you even had some dreams where the Lord gave you that, you know, the housing was going to be swallowed up.
2: Right. Yes. And that's what, that was a benchmark. Now for the people that uh, didn't hear the dream uh, in our last broadcast, the thing was um, is that it shows a, a segment of time, which I think could be 18, 15, 18, maybe 24 months. Of time, and in the, in the first part of that, <clears throat> the first part of that is that the financial ground uh, starts to break up, and we're seeing that take place. Yeah. The second uh, tell or phase would be is that single family homes were being swallowed up. No, they just sank into the ground, and we're starting to see that take place. But when that, I watched the video yesterday. One point seven million homes are in forbearance. No, which means is that they're behind in their payments. And so that is moving them towards foreclosure, which is a horrible thing. Yeah. No. Yeah. And so um, that is the next phase. And the third phase is, is that something happens. A huge shock takes place and we lose our electricity for a short period of time. And then things just fall apart. And I heard the, the voice of the Lord told me uh, time to separate yourself, which right. means is that go home and, you know, lay low. And so, um, so I don't think that that's going to be a very long time because I see a turnaround coming, but yet there's still going to be devastation and pain and people are going to be suffering.
1: Amen. Yeah, that is so true. And really, it's, it's easier for believers to see what's going on because the Holy Spirit dwells with us and he's going to show us, like Jesus said, things to come, right? Yeah. And you know, it doesn't do any good to sit at home, wring your hands. Whoa, woe was me? What am I going to do when you have the God of the universe as your father? You know, I mean, it, is it impossible for God to reign? If God sent an angel out to pick up all of the pennies that are on the ground and just dump them into your front yard. <laughs> Would that help you out financially? How, oh, heck yeah. You know, I mean, how many pennies are on the ground in the entire world, or at least in the United States? And, and, and an angel could pick them up probably in about 10 minutes. You know, <laughs> I <mean>, there <it's> like, <laughs> you go. And they, you walk out your knee deep in pennies when you come out your door, right? Now you got to. Yeah. Bag them all up and put them in the rolls, but
2: I, like, take in a while, they're, they're not going to want to see you at the bank. <laughs> not with all those pennies. Yeah. But the point being,
1: you know, God can just say, "Do it," and suddenly your financial problems are over. Okay, but if you had all that money, you're going to draw attention to yourself and a lot of other people who are without. Will be trying to, let's say, liquidate your assets for from you, you know, well, uh, to help you out. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We'll we'll take some of this off your hand at gunpoint. Exactly, you know. So Yes, but you know, the point I'm trying to make is believers have that hope inside of them,
2: mm-hmm. where even yes. though
1: it looks bad, we yes. just trust
2: God will take care of us. You know. Well, then that plays into a uh, Joel. And the uh, prophecy in Joel in 228, where it talks about um, Mm -hmm. that people, believers will have dreams and they'll have visions and then it'll uh, guide them and lead them in the ways that they're going. And sometimes that is a dream that's specifically for a person. I'll tell you what, when you have somebody that is in a divine appointment where you walk up to them because you have foreknowledge, you've seen it, and you say something to them, it's like a watershed. They just like (laughs) burst, you know? And they th- then they realize, well, wait a minute, only this could have only happened by God's design. And then it starts to have the walls of the heart come down and they begin to believe and they, they want to embrace this because it's helped them in their time of need. And so I'm hoping that that's going to increase amen. Um, amen. You know, in the near future. Yeah, amen.
1: Hey, folks, Pastor Bob here. We're all out of time for today's portion of this great interview with Tom Donnan. You know, every time Tom comes on, he always brings relevant information about what we see on the news and, and related to Bible prophecy and the end times. <laughs> there is no doubt, absolutely zero doubt, in my mind, in my heart, in my spirit, in my soul, and it shouldn't be any doubt in yours, that we are definitely living in the end times. And everything we see happening right now on the news, everything Tom's been sharing with us so far, is absolutely leading to the soon return of Jesus There can be no doubt about it But The good news is There is still time Time for us to, to repent Time for us to, to receive Jesus as our Savior That's what you need to do right now If you haven't done so And you need to come back for part 2 In the next episode Because time just continues this discussion And we will lead you in a prayer of salvation At the end of part 2 All right, till next time as Pastor Bob reminding you Be blessed in all that you do